0: this video, I'm going to talk about three things not to do if you're trying to recover from CFS. Now, on my channel, I talk a lot about things you should do that are probably better to do than others. I give you guys practical tips. I tell you guys, you know, a lot of different advice about how to get better. Not too often do I tell you guys what um, not to do. So this video is specifically three things not to do if you have CFS. Now, when I was sick for about four and a half years, I tried everything under the sun. And you know, if I just knew these three things, then it would have helped me a lot on my journey because I wasted a lot of time running around, trying to recover in so many different ways. And there were just, you know, when I think back, there was so much wasted time and energy. So hopefully with this video, you're able to save months, if not years on your journey. So that way you can cut through all the, the noise and the BS, you know, in this industry, and then especially with CFS and, you know, get to the point and really be able to focus on the right thing. So let's start with number three, and that is trying to look for fixes. And I was in the same boat as you, if if you're someone who's constantly trying to look for fixes right now, and that makes sense. You know, in the beginning, when we first get this, maybe for the first few months or the first couple of years, we are searching for everything because we probably didn't even know what CFS was. We didn't know it existed. All we knew is we felt absolutely brutal. And I went to, Family doctors, I went to emergency several times. I went to endocrinologists, naturopaths, neurologists, cardiologists. I had to wear halter monitors a couple times. I got X-rays, CAT scans, MRIs, nerve conduction tests. They tried different medications on me and all these things were not working but I was continuing to go down this deep, deep rabbit hole and I was searching for alternative medicines. I was searching for you know, help from all these different doctors around my city. And I was looking for all these fixes. And after a few years, I realized I'm like, okay, this is this is not helping me. In fact, I'm only getting worse, but I'm spending thousands upon thousands. And so what I wish I would have done back then is, you know, found a good reputable source, people who have recovered from CFS who are in my position, and if I could do what they did, that would have saved me a lot of time, but back in the day there wasn't a lot of that information around. So that is definitely something that I would would do differently is, you know, stop trying to look for these fixes, especially quick fixes, especially things that sound too good to be true, and I would try to stick to one or two main things or follow, you know, one or two specific people and listen to everything they had to say. So I'm not getting all these conflicting beliefs and concepts and frameworks and it just gets really, really confusing. I would have stopped looking for all the fixes and just stuck to one path. Because if you think about all the time and energy that's used, imagine you're, you know, you have someone in the center over here. So this is is person, right? You're going over here to look for a solution. That doesn't work out. So you go back to where you were, you run over here look for a solution that doesn't work out back to where you were look over here and then at the end of the day look how far you've run you've run like back and forth so many times but you end up back at square one and it's just you know all that time and energy is has just gone down the drain of course in the beginning you do need to do a lot of testing and see a lot of people to cross things off the list but you know when you're getting test results back and they're not finding anything and they've literally checked almost everything and they, they can't find anything then that's how you know this is like a, a nervous system issue so it's not a bad idea to go get a bunch of these things tested you know as much as you can just to rule out any possibility of it being some hidden thing that you have but if you have gotten a lot of tests done there's a very very high chance that you know you have a nervous system issue and that's what's causing the cfs so moving on to number two it's waiting to get better or waiting for the storm to pass now For a normal person, when they feel tired, you know, what is the first thing they think of doing? Rest. Of course, it's rest, right? If they injure themselves or hurt their leg, what heals it? You know, going to physio maybe, doing the right things, the right treatments for it, but also time. Time heals that. What I didn't realize is that with CFS, you have to do a lot of neuroplasticity work and you you cannot just wait it out. Time is not something that solves this and how I know that is because at my worst about four years into my illness I had to go live with my grandparents because I was very very sick. Could not feed myself, could not go to the washing by myself, could not bathe, could barely even brush my teeth sometimes or lift up a spoon to my mouth. It was bad for about six months so I pretty much stopped working, stopped everything I was doing. So physically and Emotionally and mentally, there weren't things in my life that would, you know, you that you would think would trigger me, that would cause me a lot of stress. So I was in bed, ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, not moving at all, um, not doing anything, not listening to music, not doing much, and I was getting worse, because my idea when I moved to my grandparents' house was that okay, if I could just spend enough time here, time will heal my body. So let me just kind of weather the storm, wait it out. What I didn't realize is that time does not solve CFS. It doesn't just fix itself. You know, it's, it's not a problem that just does that because when you're in CFS, you're stuck in a downward spiral. And the key word there is spiral. Like you are literally spiraling out of control. Your nervous system is going haywire. Technically it's, it's a positive feedback loop. Let's just call it a feedback loop, but it's moving in a bad direction. So typically how it works, and I could do a whole nother video on this and I have in the past, but you'll get a lot of symptoms and you'll get a lot of anxiety, you know, fears, panic, that only increases the sensitivity of your nervous system. When your nervous system is more sensitive, symptoms go up, as symptoms go up, you're more anxious and wired, you're more anxious and wired, symptoms go up. So this whole thing, it's like this crazy, crazy spiral, where, you know, you're just getting worse and worse and worse. And that's how I know that time does not fix something like this because I was just getting, like landsliding i was getting exponentially worse as time went on and that leads me to number one is you cannot be passive in your recovery and what do i mean by that in addition to time we think that we just have to completely shut off and our body will kind of sort itself out or you know we just stay in bed and this whole thing will blow over so in addition to time it's also the passiveness that we have to this thing now in certain areas we might not be passive right we're, we're being active in the sense that we're trying to go to doctors we're trying these diets we're trying all these different things but all of those things are looking for solutions outside of ourselves and really the solution is up here it's rewiring of the nervous system and the truth is you know no one can do that for you you have to literally rewire your brain Someone like me, I can help you do that. I can help facilitate that. I can help reinforce these beliefs and help keep you on track, but I cannot do the work for you. And everybody with CFS who has recovered, they will tell you the exact same thing, that they had to have multiple mind shifts in order to start the healing process. Now, me being passive in my recovery, I was not only just trying to wait out this illness and wait for time to do its thing or work its magic, just like how it would, heal a wound or a cut or an injury that's what i thought about this whole thing i thought my nervous system was like you know injured essentially but i didn't realize how much effort you have to put into yourself and your mindset and rewiring your thoughts in order to start to get better you need to have these mind shifts in order to start shifting momentum in the right direction and creating an upward spiral versus staying on that downward spiral i actually had to do a lot of internal work in order to start moving in the right direction and create an upward spiral. In fact, there's a book that I always like to read and you know just refresh my mind, but it's called The Upward Spiral. And this talks a lot about depression and how that can have physical effects on the body and how it involves the, the nervous system. If you interchange the word depression with CFS, you will resonate with almost everything in this book. Like a lot of it will make sense because at the end of the day, this book talks about how to rewire your nervous system, how to shift out of that downward spiral and create an upward spiral like I was talking about. So, if you did want to check this book out, you can get a, you know, free trial if you don't already have audible.com. I'll leave the link down below. Really good read. I also have the Audible version of this, but anyways, you know, back on topic, I had to be really active in my recovery in order to kind of turn things around and and create that momentum moving in the right direction. So, essentially in a nutshell, you know, the three things I'm just going to reiterate them again, is constantly trying to look for quick fixes, or not even quick fixes, but having a scattered brain looking everywhere for that one fix, that one magical thing that could help me. Number two was waiting for this thing to be over, waiting for CFS to heal itself, letting time try to do its thing, um, relying on time to heal me when that wasn't the case. And number one is I was very passive in my recovery. I would leave a lot of it up to Other people, or you know, some certain supplement, or a doctor, or a medication to try to heal me. And I did try a lot of stuff myself, but I didn't realize, you know, there was an actual specific step-by-step way to recover. And it's almost like a combination lock. I couldn't just try all these different things and expect it to work. You have to do things in a certain order to to allow your body to heal and for to allow your body to kind of gain trust with you again, and for things to click. So those are three things you should definitely not do, and avoid them as much as you can. And it's not easy, I'll tell you right now. If it was easy, you would be out of this mess right now. You know, Maybe you've been struggling with it for a few months or a few years, or maybe even over a decade. The bottom line is you don't have to stay like this, and maybe you, you have been stuck in this trap, and you've been kind of stuck in this hamster wheel, trying all these different things, but nothing seems to be working. And maybe you're doing some of these things that I mentioned in this video, and you know that's okay. That is okay. The past is the past. What really matters is right now, what you do moving forward. So try to reverse those things and instead try doing a lot of things that I mentioned in this video up here, seven ways to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system. And if you did want some really detailed, specific hands-on help, then definitely apply to our Recovery Jumpstart program. You know, you'd be personally working with me. You'll be working also in a small group setting. We only limit the groups to eight people. To make sure everybody has an immersive experience and people are involved and so far you know we, we've been able to help a lot of people improve we even help one person you know get back on her feet she's working again another member is now making a lot of music it's something that he's very passionate about and you know at, at the beginning of the program he was hesitant to pick up the instrument and you know we encouraged him to just try five minutes a day and then that led to writing lots and lots of songs and you know, other people are having lots of mind shifts and it's really that group environment that helps you. So if you needed some extra help, some extra hands on deck for your journey, if you're really, really ready to commit and buckle down and, you know, do this thing right once and for all, just make sure to hit that link down below. You can apply, see if you're a good fit for the program It's by application only. So just cause you apply doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get in because we want to make sure, you know, you're the right fit for the program. But of course, you know if you're watching this right now, then you're probably somebody who's pretty serious about wanting to get better. I mean, who wouldn't want to get better? So if you like this video, make sure to hit that like button, comment down below, and subscribe if you haven't already. And just remember, you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you guys in the next video.